Yeah, but it's but it's one of those like you know brands that doesn't typically make hand sanitizers <laughs> that make the side of me. So it's like pure alcohol. Did I just get high? <laughs> just, what did yeah. I just snort? <laughs> Welcome to episode 138. This episode of 2C, we talk about more video games coming to TV, wonderful news, and it's Anton's birthday week. I'm Al Flores. Yeah. I'm Anton Dawn. <laughs> Oh, well, did you clap for me or yourself? No, I clap for myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anton. So just to make sure, you haven't seen your gift yet, right? But you did receive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want do- me to do that now or you want to wait a little bit? Uh, Let's just do it now. You have it available? Okay. All right, yeah. yeah. All right. Second. So, so it's my birthday week. You got me a present. I have yeah. no idea what it is. Yes. Uh, I'm hoping you don't have this yet. I, I know you're enough of a fanboy that's a possibility, but I'm willing to take this risk. Uh-huh. Uh, did you know that J.J. Abrams wrote a co-wrote a book? Oh. Oh what? Wow. Okay. Okay. This 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 is okay. This brings back a lot of memories because I was supposed to get this book uh, a long time ago, but I just never got around to it. I totally forgot all about it. I I have been and and, and being a big J.J. fan fan as I am, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that I didn't buy this. It's, um, the, it's, been, wow. it's been it's been on my Amazon cart for I think since February. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh wow! So it's been that long. Yeah, yeah, dude. I totally forgot about this because I, I, you know, I I remember 2013 mm-hmm. was like a long time ago because yes. I remember vaguely because I was doing you know that puzzle. Remember that? Um, yeah, the little puzzle box, right? Yeah, the little puzzle box I had. And it just mm-hmm. brought me down like a loophole of like different things. And that was the same year that this book came out. And uh, I think it was during the time also where um, uh, JJ's office was getting an upgrade. Because, you know, uh, in Santa Monica, they have this building called the National Typewriter Company. Mm-hmm. And that's the headquarters of Bad Robot. But not a lot of people know that because when they go there, they just see like, you know, it's a company that makes typewriters or something. Right. And, uh, you know, a, a big fan of like typewriters himself, J.J. Abrams, always wanted to, you know, publish some type of book. And I guess this is one of the first things that he wanted to do with, with an author, but also do like a, a book where, you know, um, that can be like of some type of like adventure where it's interactive. Yes. Um, but so, yeah, so, this book is freaking awesome. Thank you, dude. Yes. I don't have this. <laughs> so, so, and to give some background, I'm sure the audio listeners are, are losing their minds right now. Like what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. AJ Abrams co-wrote a book with uh, the other author is uh, Doug Durst called mm-hmm. S dot or S. Yeah. I'm not pronouncing it. Um, Just S. It, I guess. Yeah. And, and the idea is totally a JJ Abrams thing. So there is three layers. Uh, the first layer is obviously the book itself, the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second layer is uh the the story behind the author of the quote unquote novel that's written, mm-hmm. and then the third layer is uh two researchers that are reading through the book and trying to make connections between the author and the book itself. Um, so and it's cool because it also includes like little not puzzles, but I guess like maps and little like uh, 
auxiliary pieces that come with the book. So that's quote unquote the research of the two people researching the author and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So it's a journey. So and not just a book. Okay, I, I, I'm going to bring it up on the screen here so you can see. There you go. Yeah, boom. There you go. Ah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so you see like a little yeah, like a, a decryptor, some photos, mm -hmm. some notes on the, kinda in cool. the margins. It's kind of cool. You can go along with it and then like there's, there's some secrets that you can uncover yourself too. Um, and there, it looks like there's notes all over the entire book on the side. Mm -hmm. So there's a notebook and then there's a, uh, the main book itself. So it's kind of cool to, they have all that. Um, yeah, this is something that, you know, every, I think, you know, all collectors who are into like, you know, mysteries and all those mm -hmm. uh, crazy things, this is something that I think should go in their library as well. The only thing that um, I would say about this book is um, everything that's inside of here needs to be stuck together because there's so many parts. In little here. pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Little pieces. So it's kind of cool. Dude, this is awesome. Thank you. No worries, dude. Um, um, yeah. I, actually, now that I think about it. Well, actually, one more thing I want to point out, too. Uh, the yeah. book itself, <clears throat> I love it because it's it has that worn look to it. So it really looks like a, mm -hmm. a non-descript. It looks like something that you would go into your lo local library. Like a resource, like an old resource yeah. book, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the labeling labeling on the outside here is, is yeah, one of those spine. like um, classic book cloth style yeah. uh, hardcover. And it even has like the, uh, I, th I think the, the dually decimal sticker or something on the bottom or something. Yeah. Like that. It says right here, 813.54 STR. And it says 1949. Which the I wonder if that's accurate. Newer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But the sticker looks newer than the book. So. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I, it's just a cool concept. And I, I'm like, I was like, well, you know what? Anton's a big JJ fan. This is, this is, uh, this is perfect for him. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know Did what? Did you get one no. for yourself too? No, 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 not yet. Uh, I'll, okay. I, it was in the cart for myself, but I was like trying to think oh. of what to get you. I was like, <laughs> of course, I've been saving this for forever. Yeah. Um, no, and then I think about it. You know, when I saw this, uh, remember the beginning of the year when I told you me and Martha were like picking out books to start reading this yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. That's when I saw it. I saw it at Barnes and Noble that day. And I was like, that's oh. when I made a, that's when I made a note and added it to my Amazon cart. Because mm -hmm. I saw it, because I was like, what the hell is this old book? And then I seemed like J.J. Abrams. No way. <laughs> he does a lot of little things that we don't know. Like uh, him and his son did the, the Spider-Man comic books. Oh, yeah. As a like bloodline? side stories and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah I, uh, I, I know. Like I saw, see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw it too. I'm curious to see what the, I think it's like a five by part mm -hmm. comic collection or something like that for what mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, dude, uh, I Glad you like it, and it's a nice little addition to your JJ puzzle box collection area. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, dude. Or is it? All right. Let's see. And there were some updates you mentioned that you wanted to do since oh, our yeah. last recording. Yeah, yeah. So since we last recorded, uh, I was able to get the new iPhone. So, uh, you oh, know, did you go Max? It's a big upgrade for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big update for me. Um, I had the, I previously had the, iPhone 7 S Plus. Oh, I didn't so, know you were that far behind. Yeah, yeah. I was I was pretty far behind. So mm. I guess it's four generations behind. So you 11. still had the, the, the little button then, huh? Yeah, dude. I am so I'm 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 a big fan of that um touch ID. Yeah. So when I switched over to this one, like that's the thing that I kind of needed to get used to because the thing is that I'm mm. so used to you know holding my finger and I don't have to point the phone directly at my face. Yeah. 
to get that uh, um, phone unlocked. Mm-hmm. And it kind of pisses me off sometimes because, like, I'm not looking directly at the phone. I'm just having the phone on the table or something. Yeah. And I'm trying to, like, you know, turn it on. But it just keeps yeah. going to that uh, a keypad where I have to punch in my, my passcode. Yeah. So a uh, mm-hmm. little, little uh, behind the scenes here. So if you're watching our YouTube channel and you ever see me fully look off to the side, it's because I'm trying to subtly look at my phone, but I need to unlock it. <laughs> it's one thing if I'm like this, but mm-hmm. it's something if I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's something that they gonna they have to bring back because I know that the mm-hmm. the new iPad Pros on the um the the very top where you turn on the the iPad yeah it has the um, Touch ID on there so I wouldn't see why not why don't so, they do that on on the um the power button on these you know so I foresee within a generation or two them including the mm-hmm. Touch ID in the back mm-hmm. that's my prediction like kind if of like they have it down in the back you can't really have cases on it like they they have problems with um the pixel before no 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 no. i'm saying i mean the cases have to be designed for the for the back um but i'm saying like for like it's very something very i put it not like a natural way of holding the phone so when you pick Mm -hmm. it up your your finger one of your fingers is always touching the touch id oh yeah so i didn't really say which uh iphone i got there's like four that came out or three um the one i got is the iphone 11 wait 11 yeah 11 yeah. uh pro max yeah so it's the max that one except i didn't max it out at at the um Storage. the gigs on it yeah. only did 256 on here only uh, <laughs> only <laughs> but yeah so far i you know the things i really like about it is the camera the camera is oh yeah amazing yeah i love this camera um the only thing i didn't like about it is yeah of course i don't like how i unlock the phone um so the MagSafe on it, you know, this is the first MagSafe thing I got for it. Um, this was sold out. I had to like, you know, go and check it out a couple of times in order to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the MagSafe case, the clear one. And mm-hmm. dude, I love the color on the new um, blue on here. The what is it's it? It's very um, you. Yeah, it's very yeah. You. Yeah, it's very me. And like I'm, I'm doing everything, everything blue this year. Blue yeah. car. I mean, am I red? I'm a red <laughs> yeah, you got your red. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I got this uh, wallet that, um, you know, attaches to the, the MagSafe too. And I almost didn't want, I, I was so close to not getting this case and also this wallet. Uh, the only reason why is because I saw so many reviews saying that, you know, the wallet, when you put your phone in your pocket, it kind of gets off. loose and yeah. it can fall off. Yes. But the thing is that you have to like really like, you have to be really bad at putting stuff in your pocket. Or wearing really tight pants. <laughs> Even if you're wearing tight pants, it's 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 really hard to take uh, get off. Like e- even if it does move a little bit, it's kind of hard to like you know move it. You have to like really force it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I've been using for a week now and have no problem with it. All these videos, there's only one video that really pointed out that this wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. And that guy was wearing like tight jeans too. So yeah, I don't know. I I. I... Maybe it's more of a, a, the, that gut feeling, that insecurity, or the not gut feeling, but that that feeling you can't shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me trying to run with with the uh, AirPods. Like mm-hmm. they're fine, they're secure, but I just can't get past. Like if I start running with these, they're gonna pop off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I I really thought that you can run with them too. I think it just depends on what kind, what type of ear you have. Sometimes it really sits in there. 
um, but other times, you know, other things. Work I, I think with I think with the old, I mean, with the regular AirPods, it's probably not as secure. But I think with the Pros, they're pretty secure because they go more in your ear because of the yeah the little the, silicone. The original ones, you, you have the original ones, right? The first generation. Yeah, I had them. Yeah. Yeah, those don't fit me at all. Really? Like I just put them on, they just fall off. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but the new ones, yeah, that totally fits me pretty well. Um, running wise. Over time, it will fall off for me. Mm-hmm. But then if I just put it in, like just sitting here, it will just stay in and I can shake my head and whatever. It won't that's come on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's good with the pros. Like you can really adjust the, the little silicone tips the way to fit yeah. you better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty much it. Uh, I would go more in depth with it. But I mean, every, there's so many reviews on it. So uh, uh, but that, those are just uh, again, what I, thought about. I feel like the, the marketing is so it's too blatant for the phones, though, because again, <laughs> yeah. they're just showing the. Uh, the iPhone Pro Max and then the mm-hmm. iPhone Mini. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so there's no in between. You can't say, oh, I have a Mini. Like, it, it's hard to it's hard to look masculine saying you have a Mini. <laughs> Realistic. Oh, that's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. This phone, I'm, 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 I hate the fact that I have to like really reach my thumb to the other side to press on stuff. And oh. other, other times I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I have to use my other hand. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, I have to use my other hand, but that's defeating the purpose of having like a handheld device is to do everything with okay. one hand. You know, I was, well, I, I haven't seen the actual like the iPhone 11 in person, so I don't know what the, mm-hmm. what the size difference is, but uh, I can only go as far as up to here. I can't oh, go oh, to you the mean very corner like diagonally. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can only go yeah, to here. A stretch. Yeah, it's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so realistically, the only reason why I got this phone is because it's got the um, the stabilizer built in uh, it. The okay. the regular Pro doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have got the regular Pro. You mean the Mini? No, no, no. It it was the Mini, <laughs> the Pro, and then the Pro Max. This is the Pro Max. Oh, okay. I've only seen I've only the commercials I've seen. It's only the two phones: the the Pro, the Pro Max, and then the Mini. That's a, it. Literally, just shows the Pro Max, and then they spin around, and it's the Mini on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, so I think the mini came out during the same time as this one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Uh, actually, before we start with the, our headline news, Anton, I got to tell you a fail that happened right after we finished recording, or the next day. Um, okay. I went to Target, and I can't believe this has happened. This hasn't happened to me throughout this whole pandemic, but uh, I. Okay. Went to Target, got my stuff. When I got back in my car, the, I had my routine is like I, you know, I I sanitize my hands before I start touching anything, and then I take off my mask and then make sure you know everything's wiped. Uh, this time around, I I I don't know if I was rushing with the hand sanitizer, but I went to go take off my mask and I inhaled nothing but pure alcohol. <sighs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, it felt like I took a shot in my lungs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, was it your hand sanitizer or was it the Target one that they had? No, it, it was mine, but it's like, okay. one of, yeah, but it's but it's one of those like, you know, brands that doesn't typically make hand sanitizers <laughs> that make the sudden. So it's like pure alcohol. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That was like, oh, my God. It took me a second to kind of like what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> did I just get high? <laughs> just, what did yeah. I just snort? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, All right. All right. Uh, let's get on to headline news here. Okay, headline. The first story we have here is Super Mario Brothers 3 uh, has set a new record. Oh, Anthos prepared. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> I'm so trying. a sealed NES copy sold for $156,000. Uh, this set the world record for the highest price paid for a video game at auction. 
Wow. My question is, who had a sealed copy? (laughs) Somebody just (laughs) forgot about it? It probably just sat there. Yeah. Yeah, Probably, like, maybe they bought uh, two on accident. Maybe they got two for Christmas one time. You know, that happens all the time. Like, where uh, I got two of the same game, and I'm like, I'm just going to return the other one. But then you end up forgetting to return the other one. So, yeah. Yeah, Before uh, there was a game stop to do your your video game trade-ins. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, next thing here, Darkwing Duck reboots. Uh, Disney Plus has uh, is in talks to start to bring back Darkwing Duck, which is again th- this is just yet another '90s cartoon that dang Anton, you are prepared. Another '90s cartoon <laughs> that uh, is coming back, making a comeback. Yeah, kind of exciting to see that because I, I guess the the big success is uh, when they did the uh, um, what you call it um. Uh, what is that thing called? Uh, they just had it. The Animaniacs? DuckTales. Oh, DuckTales? DuckTales. Yeah, DuckTales. Oh, that's I true. Think that... success, yeah, success on that kind of brought them to do other things too. Which is kind of how they originally came up. Wasn't it DuckTales that it spun off into like all these like duck shows? Yeah. Uh, in the 90s and I was kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. uh, what, three years ago that it, that it came out? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I was a Darkwing Duck fan. Um, but I think mainly because it just looks so much like Batman, like a, du- yeah, a, a duck version of Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, more TV news here. Uh, Wonder Girl. So CW is in talks to, uh, or is in the process of developing a Wonder Girl series with a Latina lead. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I like the Latin vibe to it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're trying to add some diversity. And I'm pre- mm-hmm. since it's CW and it's going to be a live action, well, I'm assuming a live action show, uh, it's going to go into whatever's left of the Arrowverse because they really need... It's funny, the, the Arrowverse expanded so quickly, but then now it's quickly declining, um, mm-hmm. both because one Arrow left and then Supergirl is wrapping up her series. So really from the original show, it's uh, The Flash, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Batgirl, and uh, there's one missing, uh, Black lightning oh yeah black lightning yeah yeah well they, they needed some fresh new stuff too so I, I think it makes sense for them to to you know go something a little more bold you know something that is uh part of uh the well-known forefront that, of that, the dc characters yeah and that's what mm-hmm. i was thinking too I'm like besides batgirl i think uh they lost a lot of uh heavy hitters with uh when um supergirl left mm-hmm. all right uh, next one. I think you're going to like this one. The Last of Us series. So HBO has mm-hmm. given us a series order for The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I am pretty excited about that because, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, PlayStation stuff that is being chopped around. Uh, mostly the, the IPs like um, uh, Last of Us, which is this one, and mm-hmm. uh, Uncharted, which is a movie now that we talked yeah. about last week. Um, and it's very exciting to see that because like these games have won a lot of awards and mm-hmm. it needs that recognition of, you know, being, um, you know, um, it, it needs to be a wider audience because these stories are so rich, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. A, so a, as big, as big as video games are nowadays, uh, I still think a lot of, a lot of the, the the value in the stories behind the video games get, gets lost to people that aren't gamers mm-hmm. um, or that that get intimidated by trying to play um, games, you know, to this extent that maybe they're not used to. They're more used to like the, you know, the Nintendo Switch party games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
So I mean, similar to what we talked about with Assassin's Creed, like it's a it's a deep story, a lot of uh, rich characters there, and the world is I I, I again I've said it before, I'll say it again. I love dystopian futures. Um, well, in this case, post-apocalyptic, but there's no zombies, <laughs> right? It's just mm-hmm. yeah, it's just infections. There are zombies, but uh, they don't focus on them as much because it's more of a civil civilization that you know uh, people are. Wait, is it zombies or infected? It's, yeah, the zombies are infected, but the thing is that it's it's you know they're there, but it's more of like they're not the messed up part of the story. Oh yeah, it's the people that's the messed part. Um, yeah, messed up part of the story. So yeah, that that's basically you know the dystopian world is where you know people uh, don't really care about other people. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's like groups, kind of like um you know watching um uh, Walking Dead, how they have like those little small towns and. Yeah. Little governors and stuff like that. So this is a very similar concept to that. And, you know, people lost hope and all they do now is just live life like, you know, every day is their last. Yeah. YOLO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of excited to see that. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so we talked about J.J. Abrams, but here's another director that we both like. Uh, Robert Rodriguez. Uh, his newest project, We Can Be Heroes. Uh mm-hmm which is a sequel to the shark boy and lava girl is coming to Netflix on January 1st. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I've never seen the movie. <laughs> I haven't either. And it, 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 it mm-hmm. came out, uh, shark boy and lava girl came out like right after the spy kids movies ended. Mm-hmm. Like they were kind of like the replacement for it. But I mean, by that point I was already kind of like, well, that's, th- that's for babies. I'm not, I'm too old for that. So, you know, so I never really checked it out. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm, I'm curious cause I mean, Robert Rodriguez, I mean, he has so much variety under his belt, like anything from, you know, straight up action gore to, uh, action with, uh, like, you know, once upon a time, Mexico, uh, and then the kids movies, like the spy kids, <laughs> which he also yeah, did. Yeah, spy kid movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he knows how to make a good, uh, cauliflower crust, uh, pizza. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a, that's the thing I like about Robert Rodriguez. He he really um, you know goes the extra mile uh, making any type of film. Uh, he always um, oh surprisingly he is uh, credited for something. Uh, I think director credit for The Mandalorian season two. I just don't know which episode it's for. Uh, I think he did direct. Uh, that was one of the teasers as they were like um, uh, how was it last maybe it was the first season when he revealed that he he directed an episode um, yeah I don't know which one because I think he he co-directed because if you look at the list of uh, directors for every single episode they only put one director for each one and I know that John Favreau directed two of them so mm-hmm. I think one of them probably was half uh, directed by um or probably less than half is directed by robert rodriguez but dude i am so excited we'll talk more about it um but yeah robert rodriguez yeah i'm trying to look great stuff. uh yeah so let me just go through some of his movies uh el mariachi sin city spy kids the, we mentioned that one uh planet terror uh let's see here jetsons really uh let's see alita battle angel forgot about that one that's one of his recent one from dust till dawn uh he's directed a lot of um like musical stuff not musical stuff but like like demi lovato stuff lady gaga stuff like that like it's weird i don't know again more more variety under his belt Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah all right um let's move on to our next story here uh lost my spot there you go 
Wonder Woman 1984 is actually getting released on Christmas Day. Uh, It's going to be available in theaters and HBO Max, uh, but it will be removed from HBO Max after 30 days. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, so I'm guessing a- they're doing that so then they can get people to subscribe to HBO Max. Yeah, that's and a- also at the same time leave some leeway for people who want to buy. It. Yeah, that's the that's, that's the leading it. theory is that uh this is a, a subscriber promotion for HBO Max because despite the the amount of content they have. Um, their subscriber subscriber numbers are fairly low compared to some of the big hitters. Uh, mm-hmm. So them releasing what should have been a summer blockbuster for free on their streaming service at the same time as a theater is going to be huge. 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 Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. Wonder Woman 1984, like this one had a lot of back and forth rescheduling. It was rescheduled like what, three, four times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally in December, at one point it got taken off the December calendar and we were assuming January or maybe next mm-hmm. summer. Um, mm-hmm. And then late, uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga, uh, Gal Gadot mm-hmm. and uh, HBO revealed um, that it's coming to HBO Max and theaters on the 25th. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this real quick. Um, so these movies being on streaming platforms, mm-hmm. I think is it is the best way to promote the streaming platform itself. But the thing is that I also think it is a very good idea to do this because uh, back in the days, a lot of people pirate movies because there is no way to access the movie right. um, unless you go to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this kind of gives people uh, more of an option to. Uh, you know, making things a lot easier for them, because <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably the re- big reason why a lot of people uh, pirated movies is because there wasn't enough uh, places to um, be able to, to access the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it being uh, available on a streaming service where you can, ju- you can just like do a free trial or you can just pay like, you know, $15 a month or less than that uh, for a service like this. It's a no brainer. Yeah. There's so much content on there. So. Uh, yeah, that way I think everybody is able to access the movie for cheaper and don't have to pirate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, especially right now when movie, I'm shocked that there wasn't enough backlash like there was when, um, uh, what movie was it that Universal got in trouble for? Uh, Trolls? Trolls World Tour? Trolls, yes. Yeah, yeah. That with like AMC threatened to ban Universal movies from, from its, like, I haven't seen the backlash for this one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's a win-win and especially in the situation we're in now, I don't know what it, what it would look like in the future. Maybe they'll make it available to, kind of like, kind of like how Hulu does, uh, the releases, like it's available, it, it's only available to watch the next day after it's aired. So maybe mm-hmm. for them, for like these movies, they can make it available, you know, the week after on the stream, on a streaming service for a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, I, in the, okay. As streaming services get better and better, the movie theater is not going to be the go-to place. It's going to be mm-hmm. a special event place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm thinking more like, sports events like the you know anybody can watch uh, for the ma- for majority of it you can watch it on your tv at home um you could pay for you know say the nfl uh, pass or whatever a red zone pass or whatever to watch all the games but there's still a place for you to go to a bar or to go to uh 
some other place that like that has like, you know more TVs. It's there's more of a it's it's more of a party feel to it. So I think they'll do yeah. the same thing here with movies. If mm-hmm. they make it more of an attraction rather than just a place to go watch movies, um, it will that will be the future of the movie theaters. Yeah, I think that is going to be the future of movie theaters because that's the only way I think uh, that it would make sense at this point. You know, like uh, in this time and age, things have to change a certain way to 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 promote any type of movie or mm-hmm. you know to to the main uh, to, to the main audience and you know us we so, can't say no to limited edition stuff that's only available open no weekend. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah and you know like uh i i don't know why i would set this a, a, as an example but um like you know back in the days you we would go to like a record store and we would buy like cds and stuff mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool because like when you buy these cds you get like you know artwork in there you open it up there's a, a little booklet in there there's a cd oh remember when they used um, to do an enhanced cds yeah those are yeah. so cool like you know you, you put it in your uh cd your rom CD, yeah, or whatever. your cd rom <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, and then you get like music videos that you did, you couldn't download anywhere. The only time Wallpapers. you get to see music videos, yeah, the only time you get to see music videos is if you watch MTV or something, you know. And even then, you so, only see like thirty seconds of it, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the video of the the, the enhanced uh, CD ROMs, like they're like so low quality that you're yeah. like, oh, I'd rather watch on TV because <laughs> they're trying to compress yeah. it into something that can only hold like what I think seventy eight megabytes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, the the reason why I bring this up is because nowadays um, we don't get that anymore. So mm-hmm. the weird thing is all of these Korean artists that come out with like uh, um, their whole album they also have these like collector's edition um albums that are freaking amazing they're kind of like this book here yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy like yeah yeah, go ahead no you're right because i I wonder if it's the same company because there was somebody on shark tank uh Mm -hmm. these two women one was uh worked in the music industry one worked in uh pr and Mm -hmm. or pr publishing or not public PR or promotion of one of the two, um, mm-hmm. but they they came together and they were they work on like musical not musical but like uh, music releases for uh, for fans. So yeah, say yeah, yeah. Linkin Park did a did a a fan album. It would mm-hmm. have like you know the CD of course, but it would also have like all these other uh, little things in there too, like say a replica of their tickets for the tour for that album or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's freaking awesome, you know. That's something that you would like to have as a keepsake for mm-hmm. for these uh, these big artists. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, the thing is that these uh, uh, K-pop artists, like they don't come out with uh, just an album like that you can mm-hmm. buy as a CD and a booklet. Like they come out with these like full on box sets. Uh, like yep. for example, like recently, um, Julie bought a Blackpink album. And, Mm -hmm. uh, in this, uh, this is a limited edition where they, they have like some extra goodies in there. And this is a target exclusive, which is crazy. Like K-pop has gone so far to being so mainstream and it's being distributed by Interscope, you know, which we Mm -hmm. all know Interscope records is huge here in the U S. Um, but yeah, in, in this uh, uh, box set, you get like um, some images, some like po- like they're kind of like um, Polaroids in there. Uh, there's uh, different uh, postcards in there. And then mm-hmm. there's like a photo album. And the crazy thing is like every single uh, box set is different. Like you get some special some edition uh, trading cards kind of like that. 
you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, some people have like different, uh, um, different idols. So they would probably trade or something. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of fan cool interaction like that. But see, mm-hmm. and also like those little things too, it feeds into the fan community. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it encourages fans to find each other and to fan out. Yeah. So, so I think that's something that, that should be given is that, mm-hmm. you know, like let's say you go watch a movie uh, at the movie theater, uh, mm-hmm. they should start incorporating these type of things, you know, where you buy the ticket, mm-hmm. right? You get a digital download for the movie when it comes out, when it releases. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not only did they get a ticket sale, but they got a movie sale at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it could be something exclusive that they get there and then that they can't get when they go to like Best Buy or something to get the movie. Yeah. And so, I mean, they, they do that now, so, but in limited amounts, like only major, like uh, the uh, I think Black Panther, they did the, the tin, the tin uh, buckets or I forgot which movie it was. It had like the tin buckets. Um, yeah. Oh, Star Wars. That's what it was. Stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like stuff like, you, you know, you can only right up there, I think. Yep. Can't there, see, there. Your, your tin bucket. Oh, there, there, yeah, right there. See that? This, right that dark there. blob? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like stuff like that. Like, so, you know, you can't really get anywhere else. Or Detective Pikachu, they did what, you know, Pokemon fans already do, which is the Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, stuff like that. They need to integrate it more, um, not just rely on come see this movie. But mm-hmm. uh, speaking of movie theaters, Anton, there's been another major deal made similar to the deal with AMC. This time, Cinemark has struck a deal with Universal to stretch to shorten the theatrical window deal uh to shorten mm-hmm. the theatrical window uh now uh universal has the option to move movies to video on demand after 17 days if the movie has made less than 50 million opening weekend which is gonna be pretty common wow because i mean for our movie draft 50 million maybe what half our movies hit that an opening mm-hmm. weekend mm-hmm. uh so that's you're gonna see a lot of small movies coming out to video on demand two weeks afterwards if this is the case that's crazy because like we've never had anything like that before um i still remember like there would be five six months until like a movie actually comes out Mm -hmm. on dvd well uh, dvd (laughs) well it's funny because i figured you know universal had to make this deal with cinemark because they made it with amc and it sounds good Mm -hmm. on paper but in practice you're gonna piss off the other theaters so say say this deal this say this deal didn't (laughs) exist Mm -hmm. and but but the one with amc did exist if universal tried to try to you know put their stuff on video on demand but cinemark was like whoa 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 you don't have our okay what are you doing so uh you know as as cool as this is it's kind of expected uh you know what next one is, has to be regal or one of the other like the other major uh um, theater brand um mm-hmm. that they need to make the same deal with so they don't get any issues down the road but i think just tin- uh tinsel town is part of cinemark and stuff so i think just cinemark and uh regal at the- oh cinemark regal and uh AMC. AMC. Those are the big three. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I think before COVID's over, you're gonna see a, a regal a regal deal with the same same uh, verbiage. Because once mm-hmm. you have those three, the rest of the small theaters just have to fall in line because they have no no recourse really. Just you know. Yeah. This well, is the, regal already closed most of their theaters, which is crazy. Well, they, they closed, but not closed down. But mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Actually, plug in my laptop really quick. Uh, yeah, and it's crazy. Uh, I think uh, AMC right now for my area, they're doing uh, theater rentals for a hundred dollars, where ye- you can pick like certain movies. I think Tenant is also on the list too, and you get to uh, bring a total of twenty people with you. Yeah, I think here it's one fifty to two hundred. Oh, wow. I forgot what it was. 
Um, but yeah, same, same deal. I think it's like up to up to fifteen or up to twenty people. I forgot yeah, it was. Dude, I would totally do that with like close family. It, friends. Yeah, if I had a bigger immediate family, I would. Like that mm-hmm. seems like such yeah. a good deal. Like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like I, I, I can say like I, I know a couple of friends that like they they're really close to their you know their cousins or whatever. And, like that's their their social bubble during COVID. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this mm-hmm. would be perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see here. And our last headline here, Chaos Walking. So this is a movie that came out of nowhere, at least from my my perspective. Okay. Uh, it's it be- did not come out of nowhere. It was supposed to come out two years ago. They had yeah, to keep the- reshooting this damn movie. No, that's the thing, though. Yeah. Like, I didn't see anything out of this until, like, it just come up, came up on an Instagram ad for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Instagram. They just know me too well. Uh, <laughs> well, well I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to that in a bit. Um, so, Chaos Walking, it's scheduled to be released on uh, January 22nd. And I didn't put down where it's going to be available. I think Netflix? I need to look that up. Sorry. Uh, so, starring Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. Uh, this was actually filmed in 2017, so they're going to look a little bit younger than people are used to. Uh, mm-hmm. So the story is, in a dystopian colony on a planet called New World, Todd Hewitt, Tom Holland, has grown up believing a virus has killed all women and given all living creatures the ability to read each other's minds and hear each other's thoughts in a stream of images, words, and, and sounds called the noise, which is kind of cool. If you see the trailer, as uh, Tom discovers or, or finds Daisy's character, his mind is kind of going through a lot of like different random questions and thoughts. And you see them as kind of like holograms or like a, a projector right in front of him. Yeah. So basically, it's like a sci-fi version of what women want. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I can honestly see this. Like, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> being very bad in real world damn yeah. that girl's damn that girl's hot private thought private thought it's it's like a homer simpson don't think a sexy thought don't think a sexy yeah. thought <laughs> ah. Ah. Uh, hey, i didn't look it up i know it's gonna be one of the major streaming services but i just can't remember which one it was Apologize for uh, typing. yeah it's gonna be let's see where strange release cinema release date would be january 22nd i think that's gonna be the first time it's gonna be uh released in movie theater so i i guess movie theater is it movie theater huh mm-hmm. i could mm-hmm. have sworn it was something else but i guess not hmm. all right uh we'll double check that but uh, I mean, oh I'm- yeah 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 you're right it's going to be streaming on netflix but there's no release date for it yet for Netflix, yeah, yeah, I think, so. uh, yeah, it's, I think January twenty second. But I mean, that could, like you said, the theatrical release. But we'll we'll see. But it is it was one of the streaming services that was promoting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely down to watch this. I mean, especially with these two that have uh, really shown what they can, how what their acting can do. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, it, it, they probably won't do the other. So the, this is based on a trilogy book by the same name. Um, but if this is the first to be the first one, and they've you know Daisy's done Star Wars, Tom is still in the Marvel universe might be kind of expensive to make the rest of the movies oh yeah it is oh gosh and uh, you know because of uh you know being reshot so many times for this movie i i, I have a feeling that it's going to be a uh, a dud really but, you think yeah. it's just gonna be like a, a mish um a mixed bag of uh of scenes yeah yeah i think so we'll see i, I mean, mean the concept of the the movie sounds very <clears throat> um interesting very simple 
Mm-hmm. But I think uh, the story needed more uh, uh, depth. Just, I mean, just reading the description, I have some questions. Like, cool, mm-hmm. a virus took out all females. So what are the guys doing? Did it happen recently? Because Tom is not that old <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton, I think that's all our news topics. Um, okay. Let's get into streaming. All right, let's get into streaming. First one, yes, and the first story here, our first uh, topic here, uh, Animaniacs reboot. Have you had a chance to check this out, Anton? Yes, I got to. (laughs) I got a chance to see the first episode, and dude, it is hilarious. Um, I can't remember how funny Animaniacs is, and uh, dude, they totally delivered on this first episode. It is so funny. They did not skip a beat. It's the same humor. If anything, I think they got mm-hmm. more edgy because they're not on a on broad, broadcast broadcast television. Um, yeah. But the voices are on point. Uh, the jokes are on par with, with where they were, if not better. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> I just love like how they they just reference themselves. Like they they they. Well, there's one episode which I think since you saw the first one, you didn't see the other ones. Um, where they are talking about or what Yakko and Wackler are, are are arguing with each other, and uh, Yakko is like. Don't worry, Wacko. You know what? Uh, we'll get our we'll we'll all get our turn. I'm I'm uh I'm all about sharing credit. And Wacko's like, yeah, sure, Mister Song Songs with all those all the countries referencing the the video that went viral. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's funny because I was watching there's a there's a few Trump jokes and I'm like wow like they really put Trump in there but I'm like you know what in the 90s they referenced Bill Clinton a lot they always popped up with a saxophone yeah yeah they did they they did do that in this one too yeah well just Which the beginning part yeah mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah. They, they they referenced Trump um that and it's and it's funny because uh, it's almost like they can read our minds because uh, as I'm showing my brother the the show because they didn't know it it already came out um we're talking about pinking the brain and then saying how you know we wonder we wonder what other characters they were going to bring back um and which ones they wouldn't and why they wouldn't do so and literally the next sketch was them like sitting at the water tower going wow it really seems like we're doing a lot of heavy heavy lifting this uh this time around what's up with that and they're like oh uh we couldn't get some of our friends to join us and like they reference like the the god pigeons uh Uh dude i love the god pigeons yeah those guys are hilarious yeah like mindy the little girl that like yeah uh, buttons yeah but yeah mindy and buttons and we always call her mom lady Uh all right mindy you're gonna be a good girl for mommy right yeah okay lady thank you (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye Yeah, I miss that dude. Uh, so I'm guessing they're gonna have like new new sketches, um, probably new characters, new segments. Yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll but, slowly yeah. integrate that. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. t- they they have a two season deal. I I can mm-hmm. easily if if money isn't an issue, uh, I can see mm-hmm. that that getting extended. And I'm sure once their budget gets uh gets more yeah. established, I like how they they said that they they mentioned that you know they can't be super relevant because each episode takes eight months to produce. Oh yeah. Well, just that yeah. that that first song of the entire series. They mm-hmm. even admit, oh, this is this song's being written in 2017 or no, uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what's what's happened since then. Oh, let's just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one point where they reference um, like how bad things have gotten. And I'm like, oh, if only they knew what 2020 had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. I, I wish, uh, you know, they can be like Family Guy where they can go last minute with like a, a, a week prior to do like a, last minute joke. a segment at the end of the... Because like most of the, the, the current stuff usually happens at the very end of the episodes mm-hmm. uh, for Family Guy. Yeah. Either that or they find a spot in the middle of the episode where they can just splice yeah. and then just like zoom in on something. Like, for example, there was a, the... Um, uh, I think it was the recording of uh, some type of killing or something, like a murder oh. or something like that. And uh, I think all they did was they just spliced it uh, and then just put like a, a clip of a recorder playing and then Peter uh, reacting to it. What the hell? But then, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that sounds like Seth, actually. Um, yeah. I don't know. But one thing that my brother did point out was uh, that they haven't brought back the Wheel of Morality that they used to play mm-hmm. at the end of. Oh, yeah. The, the original Animaniacs. Um, mm-hmm. And that was that was purely for uh, FCC compliance. So mm-hmm, when, when mm-hmm. you're when you're on broadcast television, you have to have well during certain hours, you have to have an educa- educational component, especially at the mm-hmm. time the Animaniacs were on when kids were getting home from school. Um, they wanted the whole kids WB to be educational to some extent. So that's how they would do the wheel of morality at the end. Just, you know, mm-hmm. bunch of bunch of silliness and, and kookiness. And at the end, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, here's your lesson for this episode. Uh, here yeah. we go. Don't, don't fart in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> don't fart in a jar. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, th- I think if this is successful, maybe they'll bring back uh, Hysteria. Because I guess Hysteria was a pretty big thing, too. Um those little babies that tell you like history. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you were thinking of hysteria? Yeah. I was thinking of uh, I was thinking, I was thinking of Freakazoid, like the image of him pop- popped Freakazoid. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So I mean, so far I like it. I like what they're doing. Yeah. I just hope that they're uh, able to find some way to make it more relevant to uh, current events. But yeah, but I they, freaking love it. It's it's hilarious. Again, I think now since their budget is established, I'm sure like the first couple episodes they had to, um, they didn't get a series, you know, they didn't get a straight to order series or get the money right away. So mm-hmm. I think as the show goes on, similar to uh, Rick and Morty, you mm-hmm. know, not they really got this, the the orders in and they have the money behind it. They can move faster and, you know, kind of work more continuously. Um, mm-hmm. The jokes will get better. But yeah, and so far uh, I'm in love with it. Did you see the Rick and Morty uh, PS5 commercial? No, I didn't. Well, I don't think I did. <laughs> it's really funny. Like, it's it's so stupid. It's kind of like the... I don't know if you saw their Pringles commercial. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, they also did the Kool-Aid one, too, which is funny. Uh, but anyways, yeah, yeah it's funny. <laughs> that, right, that was it. On. It's funny. That, yeah, that's it. Funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of HBO Max, well, previously HBO Max, uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion was released. Uh, I was a huge Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fan. Anton, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it very funny. Yeah. <laughs> so the <laughs> reunion is about, I would say, an hour and a half off the top of my mind. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was really well, really well done. Uh, it's the entire cast uh, coming together. And they're just sitting around the, they, they reconstructed the set, both the kitchen and the living room. Um, they're all just sitting around the living room talking. Uh, it's funny because there's parts of it that are pre-set up, like, you know, some clips, like they have a, they have a, a, like a small projector screen set up for them to watch like some uh some uh, compilations and uh but but the questions or the moderating definitely seemed ad hoc because they're probably mm-hmm. they're, they're all like saying hi to each other they're all like hey hey and it's oh my god i've seen forever and they all sit down they're like so uh what was your favorite <laughs> <laughs> uh but once they yeah. once they got the ball rolling they 
they really like they brought back some some good memories um they they gave us a look behind the scenes um i mean i they they talked about when i talked about um um james avery uh the dad that played uh uncle phil Mm -hmm. um you know i always knew that he was very respected theatrical actor and you know just very he took his job very seriously um but they talked to him about as a mentor and both as uh, as an actor, but also as a as a black uh, role model, mm-hmm. and they gave him they gave him a lot of credit for the ser- this show being as memorable as it is. Because besides his jokes, besides him uh, helping the other actors find their character or find the scene, um, he was very much like we have a responsibility, like. Uh, especially in the early 90s like you know uh black actors having this this uh platform doesn't happen mm-hmm. and if it does happen it doesn't it, come very often it, i mean there's family matters which is a great show right but how much one but know, how much control did they have over it whereas opposed you know, to this one it, where the writers would turn to them they would ask mm-hmm. them like you know is this is this realistic dialogue is this a realistic thing um there's one part where the the new aunt viv uh, um aunt viv uh was talking about uh being in the what's it called in the, in the not the cold read uh what's it called where they're sitting around the table oh, table uh, read table uh, read duh. yeah <laughs> they're table doing read. yeah they're doing the table read um and she stops she goes no no this isn't this isn't right and like what do you mean and she turns to the writers like we need to change this if uh if ashley said this to her parents in real life she would get smacked across the head like you don't say this to, you know they, they try so they had to tweak the dialogue to make the kids uh you know rebellious or kind of bratty but at the same time not fully disrespectful to parents mm-hmm. moral yeah so stuff moral like lessons yeah, mm-hmm. so stuff like that. So she's like, no, in a in a black family, this would not fly. Doesn't matter if you're if you're broke or if you're rich. This doesn't this type of behavior in, in a black family doesn't 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 fly with parents or this type of disrespect mm-hmm. doesn't fly in a, in a, in a mm-hmm. family. Um, so stuff like that. So like they they really tweaked the the though they tweaked, but they really gave feedback on the scripting, um, mm-hmm. discovering their characters, and it's I don't know. I I gotta be honest, dude. I got a little choked up when they were talking about him. Uh, talking about Uncle Phil. So you watched the whole thing already? or Yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. <clears throat> yeah, I, I only saw the trailer. And looking at the trailer already kind of brings me back, you know, a lot of memories. You know, like the thing with this cast is they've been together for a very long time. You yeah, know? six years. And uh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, within that time, they did almost everything together. Yeah. Uh, um. So so Will goes over the story about how he got the show. Mm hmm um and he said like he was he got invited to quincy jones house so there was quincy mm-hmm. jones's birthday party uh he got invited he got invited and he goes yeah sure i'll go you know so why not um he he's sitting down and quincy kind of like turns to go like hey uh i have an idea for a show and he and he pitched him the idea and he goes like oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's cool and he goes where are you from Phil- philadelphia all right cool so the main character's from philadelphia uh and stuff <laughs> like that so and then uh, he started he, as he's, he's talking. He's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. You know, like I'm not really an actor, but uh, give me some time, and I'll, you know, I'll, we, we can talk it out." And he goes, "Um, would you be good with auditioning?" Yeah, I'll, I'll audition. And he goes, "Cool." He yelled at everybody in the room. Everybody, clear out. We're gonna do an audition. And it turns <laughs> out that there were some NBC executives there also that mm-hmm. were that would have like pretty much everybody that would be needed to greenlight the show was there. So it was an impromptu. It was an impromptu uh, audition. Thing. 
and that's when wow. Quincy's like, 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 hey, we have everybody here. How much time do you need to prepare right now? And uh, and was like, oh, dude, I I need I, I need an acting coach. I don't know. I don't I don't even know what I'm doing. And he goes, everybody's here, dude. Like it's gonna be harder to find everybody in the same room in this type of like pre- pretty much. I, I think it was a nice way of saying everybody here's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, say they're yes, in a they're good angry. mood. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and and Will's like, all right, fine, let's do it. Uh, give, give me give me five minutes, five minutes and to, to prepare or whatever. Uh, yeah, he, he they, they, that's how the show. Is. He said like six weeks later they were on set ready to start shooting the pilot. That's crazy, dude. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that is crazy. Yeah, DJ. That 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 tells you like how much power Quincy Jones has, you know, over uh, everything that happens in Hollywood. Yeah, as a creator. Yeah, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, I mean, he created Rashida Jones. Come on. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm um oh since oh and i said yeah even uh like dj jazzy jeff he was like yeah i remember we had a we had a weekend off from our tour uh will left and he came back saying i have a show (laughs) he goes what it's kind of like me looking at my kid dude i have a kid yeah like yeah like that Mm -hmm. well no he he didn't know and say like he he just came back saying like because he just came back from the party and they all approved the show so he just came back that that (laughs) following monday to meet jazz he goes dude i have a show he's like what do you mean you have a show (laughs) He's like, I got a, I got an NBC show. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess I'm gonna put this, uh, you know, recording on on hold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, so I mean, I, I don't want to go too far into it because there's uh, again some of the stuff is is just so so inspirational and so so deep. Um, and it was a surprise, but they did go into uh what really happened with the original on Viv, and it wasn't what what it wasn't what a lot. I'm say it was half of what people thought it was, but it was half of what people didn't know what it was. Um, so I won't say exactly what happened, but since uh they did reveal that the original on Viv makes an appearance. There is a very, a very intense 10 minutes because they haven't seen each other in like 27, 28 years. Mm-hmm. So they, their first time interacting was on camera and it was, it was, it was, it's a messed up conversation. Not, not against each mm-hmm. other, but like just what was revealed. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that, that's the thing that, you know, that kind of brings, uh, you know, everything to a close because people were questioning it for a very long time. They got no closure. I mean, people knew what was going on. But you know the, the the feelings between you know everybody they mm-hmm. don't know yeah, what they, that felt like. Well, and, and and as they're talking, they reveal also that that neither of them really knew the other person's side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of you know everybody got on the same page at that point. You know the the um him the original Aunt Viv. I'm, I'm blanking on her name now. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the audience. So yeah, uh, highly recommend it if you've ever been a Fresh Prince of Bel Air fan. This is. I I love the stories they told and their interactions. Um, and they they kind of explain their their character development too over time and the reasoning behind mm-hmm. that. Yeah. All right, dude. Let's move on uh, to the Mandalorian. Okay. Um, we got to see episode three and episode four. Yes. So um, I guess we're going to be talking about spoilers in this episode. From yeah yeah i mean on. i mean if you haven't been caught up because really by the time this comes out i think episode episode three slash chapter 11 has been out for two weeks now so shame on mm-hmm. you yeah uh but mm-hmm. yeah skip ahead 10 <laughs> 15 minutes if you haven't caught up with the mandalorian yet uh okay so chapter 11 the heiress uh this is one that i was excited to talk to you and i and i hated that it happened during our weekend off because <laughs> Uh, this is one that you that we we talked about because we knew Katie Sackhoff was joining the cast, but we didn't know exactly what character. But we speculated that it was Bo Katan. Oh, you're 
skipping to episode four? Well, no, uh, episode three right now. Three and then four. Oh, yeah. The okay, heiress. that's right. <laughs> Sorry. The, 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 yeah. the four, chapter so, four is yeah, the yeah, It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you, you did speculate this, that uh, Katie Sackhoff was going to be uh, Bogotan. And what did she show up as? She showed up as Bogotan. Yeah. And uh, I, I, was, I was really uh, skeptical, you know, um, at first. But when I saw her in character, I'm like, dude, that's Bo. <laughs> And that is freaking awesome. And it's funny because most of her badass moments happen with her helmet on. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just the way she carries herself, just, you know, her as an actress, she comes off as a mm-hmm. badass. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she knows that character so well because she mm-hmm. played that character in, in the series, in the Clone Wars. Yeah. And as well as the Rebel series. Yeah. So and it's funny because I feel like people are are, are overanalyzing these uh, these episodes more more than before. Um, but. The first headline that I saw, I don't know if it was on IGN or um, Nerdist or something, but uh, they were talking about how uh, Katie Sackhoff's Bo-Katan breaks uh, something, what's it called, a bad habit by the Star Wars universe. And that is that characters that it should be in their 50s or 60s rapidly mm-hmm. age. <laughs> <laughs> so like they they used um uh, Obi Wan uh, Obi Wan uh he was supposed to be in his uh, I would say sixties or what it was he, te- technically he was younger than than uh Luke was in the Last Jedi but they mm-hmm. made him look way older yeah they did yeah um and mm-hmm. then same thing with well like I said Luke Luke was supposed to be in his like you know late fifties early sixties but they made him look like he was in his freaking seventies. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently Bo-Katan, who's going to be in her, supposed to be, I think, in her 40s at this point, uh, it's, yeah. she she comes off as, you know, still relatively young looking, if not, you know, a little bit younger than her age, but still kicking ass. Yeah, so a lot of people, you know, um, that I know that haven't watched Rebels and haven't watched any of the other series, so they don't know who Bo-Katan is. Mm-hmm. So what I tell them is, you know, she's from Mandalore. She's uh, from uh, uh, kind of like a clan and the thing is that she is related to um, uh, Satine. Uh, which I'm not familiar with. Which you're not f- familiar with. Because Sat- um, I think she is known as Senator Satine or something. I, I, something. She's, she's royal. Mm-hmm. Satine is Obi-Wan's girlfriend. Oh. Uh, yeah. They I mean, were supposed to go off with each other. Did they, um, did they like inch- you- did they introduce her in the the Clone Wars? Because I think uh, they gonna... did. They did introduce her in the Clone Wars, and Ahsoka was uh, was there too, and uh, so was Anakin. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Anakin kind of knows that they both like each other. But the thing about Obi Wan is he's very strong. Uh-huh. He's not as weak as um, Anakin. You know, mm-hmm. having Padme. Um, you know, they, they had many encounters together and she always, you know, wants him to, you know, go off with her, but he's like, no, I have things to take care of. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, and you know, she also has a lot of things that she needs to take care of because she's royal. She needs to take care of Mandalore. Right. Um, but anyways, uh, this crazy thing happened and I don't want to spoil it for you, but, (laughs) um, yeah, but then, you know, um, uh, I guess Bo is kind of like the only person in the clan that has um, enough uh, influence to lead the rest of the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going on here is she 
she was she was the last uh, I'm going to spoil this bit here because, I mean, we're watching this, so we're going to know what's going to happen. Right. It's going to be explained in the next couple of episodes. So she was the last person that we know by far that had the black saber. So so the person who wields the black saber is the leader for the whole entire Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. So that might explain why she's kind of chasing the remaining Imperial Imperial forces, uh, because she knows that Moff Gideon has the Black Saber or suspects that he has the Black Saber and is yeah. trying to get so, to him. So the history of the Black Saber where it left off was on Mandalore when when the Empire took over. Mm-hmm. Um, um Maul was trying to take over the uh, Mandalore while everything was happening in the 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 first trilogy mm-hmm. so towards at the end when you know all the jedis were getting killed yeah he was on mandalore ahsoka was on mandalore she was on her own mission protecting the people of mandalore but little did they know um it was darth maul that had the the dark saber mm-hmm. so he wielded that for a while all the way through uh i think the rebel series and uh, I think it is uh, one of the characters called Sabine. She was the one that was able to bring the uh, bring that saber back. Yeah. So and yeah. Sabine sounds familiar. So that's where that is. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It, it, it just it was just so cool seeing Mandalorians working together. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's uh, very cool, dude. Like watching the series. Uh, okay, I think the Rebel series really focused on on the the the, the Mandalorians, like the real Mandalorians, because yeah. there's so many like different clans. Yeah. They all believe in different things. Well, and, and to the- see all that stuff stuff happen, like all the action, and see it ha- actually happen in this this series in live action is. Mm-hmm beyond crazy which they and then mentioning the different clans they kind of touch on it here because um he amando uh he's part of uh what they call the dark watch yeah these are the 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 clans that is kind of like uh, old-fashioned yeah they're more the the orthodox Uh, Mm because because uh when he meets them they they rescue him and 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 the child uh they take off their helmets and right away he said oh you're not mandalorians (laughs) and uh, to that point that to me i'm like to the, dude I they're know. mandalorians i know to, i know and and bo was kind of like uh you must be from a different clan <laughs> like it's like oh you must yeah. be you must be using the old ways um yeah, yeah it was so that it was that part and then the other thing we find out is just how freaking loyal the remaining empire is mm-hmm. uh I mean, as the ship is getting taken over, uh, was it Moff? I can't remember because it's been two weeks now. But was it Moff Gideon that gave the order to to destroy the ship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he. The, so the commander kills his his crew and takes <laughs> over as the pilot and starts nose diving the ship back onto the ground. Uh, so it's uh, hold on. My dad apparently thought my brother was here. <laughs> um so oh yeah so we so we see just how freaking loyal the remaining empire is like they they have to be because with with no leadership really but and the empire is kind of scattered any people that are still falling that are still in line with the empire they have to be hardcore Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because it's this is leading to the new order this is leading up to like um uh, snoke and stuff which is kind of crazy to see where that's going. I want to know if they're going to bring in the red tide, if there is any red tide left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Don. Ready? Oh, actually, before uh, we go to the next one, a uh, quick note: uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed uh, Chapter Eleven, uh, which is very. <laughs> 
if, if you remember her the other episode she, she directed which is sanctuary uh she is very good at, at developing uh these type of stories where you're 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 discovering the new character and and seeing seeing like the, them bonding and unifying against a common enemy mm-hmm it's kind of crazy because like, you know, her, her dad being a, a very famous director and she's kind of like taking this reign of like um, being like the next gen- generation of of uh, um, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's kind of crazy to see that. Um, yeah. But dude, she she did an amazing job, I think, because mm-hmm. I think um, I think um, uh, the previous season she was able to direct one episode where uh it was like a crazy action scene where it was like um the village yeah against... the, the raid yeah the, the the yeah the bounty hunters is it bounty hunters i don't mm-hmm. know what it was uh some yeah, some raiders it, it was like yeah some raiders yeah some raiders and yeah it's crazy to see her be able to have that type of um uh yeah i've never seen her do anything else except acting so her directing i think this is pretty cool to see where she's gonna Mm -hmm. go with you know in future i would like to see like a full feature length film from her directing uh i wonder if she's done anything with Jurassic park but anyways um all right so the next chapter here chapter 12 oops what's on the wrong page uh the siege uh so for this one mandalorian the mandalorian goes back to find some old familiar friends uh cara dune and uh grief karga which is played by gina carano and carl weathers uh no surprise here uh considering how much air how much screen time carl weather has uh weathers has but uh he's also the director for this episode and i think it's his uh direct- his uh his uh mandalorian director directorial debut yeah I think that's really cool. Uh, him, he's a legend. Uh, I, I totally respect him. I'm, so, I'm sorry, but doing but, what he does. But Arrested, Arrested Development put a, put an image of him in my head that I can't get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't hey, throw away. He, he goes as. Go ahead. I said, don't throw away the steak bone. Just you know, it's just some meat on it. You know, put this in a boiling pot of water. Throw some veggies in there. Boom! You get yourself a stew. <laughs> 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 see i go as far back as with him um Poly- in rocky yeah you know Apollo creed as uh, Apollo creed yeah <laughs> when i told uh my wife julie that she's like what he was Apollo creed that's crazy yeah and i showed her a picture she's like whoa he's <laughs> well he's also yeah. he's also older let's see how old he is uh yeah see uh, he, he is currently 72 yeah so he was born in 1948 so yeah it's, it's, mm-hmm. he's you know let him, leave him alone he's had his fitness he was he's more he's been more fit than we have so i i cannot talk smack against him yeah yeah true. <laughs> uh right. yeah so for this one um so many pieces here so uh since mando's been gone uh cara dune has been busy trying to clean up the system uh grieve karga has been trying to uh establish not establish control but stabilize his planet um you know by fighting off imperial troopers and making sure he's getting rid of what he calls the villainy and scum Mm -hmm. um and again we have some more uh, adorable uh baby yoda stuff happening here uh starting off light with the baby yoda stuff uh he stole a kid's macarons we assume macarons uh macaron macaron macarons um and and one thing i started seeing is uh a few bakeries started doing mandalorian promotion for uh light blue macarons (laughs) (laughs) Hey, take advantage of uh, you know what's out there, dude. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's funny because uh, I, I somebody posted on it, and it's literally just light blue macaroons with mm-hmm. the the Mandalorian logo on the bottom left of the picture. I'm like, you know okay. what? I, I'm gonna go to my local macaron shop tomorrow and uh, I get one of those and see uh, 
if they taste like what <laughs> maybe you would have seen it. I get, I'm guessing they're blueberry or oh no, they are. Um, I think they're uh, uh, milk milk flavored. Oh because, god, you know, they're the, that color. Oh, the blue milk. <laughs> blue oh, milk. that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about. I didn't make that association. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay, we also see another returning character here. Uh, uh Mithril, who's played by Horatio mm-hmm. Sands. Which I don't. Was he played by Horatio the first time around? Yeah. I didn't. I did not recognize him. And the funny thing is, after I learned who who, who it was, I was like, it's obvious. Like, the, yeah, he has prosthetics, but it's not that many prosthetics on his face. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, what was it? The the glasses? Huh? No, he has uh the the little like the goggles. Like, no, well yeah, goggles. But I think like the little like yeah. uh catfish whiskers kind of thing, whatever gills. I don't know what it was. Oh oh oh, oh yeah yeah my my bad yeah 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 I did I did I didn't really notice him that uh, like that before because I guess you know blue makeup and stuff kind of makes him look different. Yeah. yeah, but no after after I realized who it was, I'm like okay yeah this is his humor okay yeah that's him. <laughs> um so we start to learn more about um well we get a little teaser of what they've been doing with uh, the 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 child's blood or his dna Mm -hmm. uh which is some weird mutation kind of creature i don't know what the hell they're trying to do uh maybe try to do hybrids just for me looking at it i think it kind of looks like they're they're creating like some type of like uh, clones uh, that may be leading to like Snoke or something, and maybe this is how um, could- Palpatine was being reanimated. Oh, that's true. Especially, oh, maybe mm-hmm. that's maybe that's what it, that it is though. It's because they're trying to infuse whatever. I don't want to say it, but it's the best they, biology. They did mention it in in this thing, like you know that uh, lab guy was saying that in the hologram. He said. Uh, uh, we need uh, uh, something that has more M count. Oh, and that's the M count stands for midichlorians. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it makes sense. So if you have, if you are a strong force user and mm-hmm. force sensitive, yeah, yeah force sensitive, uh, and you're trying to develop a clone body, there's no guarantee that your clone body will have uh, that same connection with the force. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, you know, you have to make a compatible body. You make, make sure you have the right, mm-hmm. uh, the, the up to date USB connections. It can't be. You can't be trying to connect USB C to uh, you gotta the, have USB C. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know you can't have a, a the old USB one point one or one point No, <laughs> I like how you make that reference to cloning. That totally works. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, the, the, you know what? I didn't think about it, but that makes sense. That this could be connecting mm-hmm. to what we end up seeing in uh, the Last Jedi with Palpatine. It's crazy how this is leading up to like some type of connection, and I think that's the cool thing about you know the 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 difference between like the the actual movie series and then like the the tv shows and the books and everything they they start to connect everything and make everything uh richer like the whole entire lore of it they they has more meaning you know they they're fixing their mistakes because that is one criticism actually yeah yes i totally agree (laughs) fixing their mistakes it's the plot holes that they can't fill in that people keep asking questions. They're like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's what, that's what and they're like, well, hold up. That's what Rogue One did. It, it fixed the plot yeah. hole for, for New Hope. Yeah, it, but it made it so much richer, too. It, it did. Was crazy. It did. It, it added yeah. value because you're like, holy crap. Like it, the answer was obvious, but it was obvious because those people, those people sacrificed so much to get the to get the, yeah. those plans. <laughs> um yeah yeah no because th- th- that was one of the the comments or criticisms was mm-hmm. okay you mean to tell me that 
you know, again, spoiler for Last Jedi. Uh, but you mean tell me that somehow that that uh that the Emperor has had a cloning facility that nobody's ever heard of and that never been mentioned before, and that's mm-hmm. the twist. <laughs> like there there was no <laughs> foreshadowing to it. There was no mention of it ever before. But 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 now they're going retroactively and they're introducing the the work that led up to it, which is this takes place 30, 40 years before the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's all coming together, Anton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, all right, dude. And then, okay, as as I mentioned last one, people mm-hmm. are over analyzing the stuff that comes out or the the actions of the child. And for this one, there was <laughs> there was an article I was I started seeing. I didn't click on it because I thought it was just stupid stupid to begin with. Um, the headline was "What is the Mandalorian trying to teach parents and children when this episode of the of the Mandalorian where the child steals another kid's." macaroons i was like it's a show and it's a small part like he's a toddler <laughs> like he's <laughs> yeah uh, the thing is that they're they don't know how old he is either is aren't they so technically like he's still like he's uh, i think he, they, they said he's 75 years old yeah i remember it was like 60 70 somewhere around there yeah. um and yoda died at 900 something so mm-hmm. so maybe- he's probably i'd say one and a half er, early toddler years yeah because yeah, he's walking around years, he's yeah. able to walk around yeah. he just has has very yeah. little and we don't know what the development for his for his race is we just know that they age uh at a different rate than we do mm-hmm. all right Anton. all right that's all i had for the mandalorian so far. oh that's one more thing um he's been into like two episodes already but uh the guy that is uh the dad in kim's convenience oh yeah, yeah he's again. The, uh the, the, yeah yeah blue <laughs> He's a pilot. Yeah, they call mm-hmm. them blue. blue. I'm guessing he's part of the blue squadron. Yeah. Um. And again, cool uh, see and again, awesome. I'm happy they're showing that the rebellion is actually trying to maintain order. Uh, they're very disorganized, mm-hmm. but they're they're building. You know, mm-hmm. they're trying. They're doing what they can. They're doing what they can. They're mm-hmm. like, and that's why they try to recruit uh Kara and all this stuff like that. But uh, yeah. So we'll we'll talk more about next uh, next episode about chapter 13 and probably 14, depending on our schedule. Mm-hmm. I hope they keep Kara Dune. I, I kind of like that character, but the only thing is that she has some controversy stuff going on right now on the side oh because she's uh yeah. she's uh people are calling her out because she she is supporting trump when it comes to the whole ballot thing or whatever i don't know i maybe i think that's I, what I just it was. heard that she's saying a lot of things that she's not supposed to say yeah. um but yeah people I just only get mad when people go for that there's a the thing though they're still just actors like they're like yeah. they, they have no political knowledge beyond that of a normal person they have the same information we do they just have a platform yeah. to talk to talk louder <laughs> exactly and yeah all right dude yeah I'll, let's, I'll let's not do politics <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying i think it's stupid people try to cancel when like it's fine when they're saying what they, what they want to hear but when they start saying something they're like oh you don't believe what i believe anyways all right yeah uh yeah that's all i have for that one okay let's uh get to our last segment here uh let's get into the game All right, All right Alan. So I know that you have still been playing Pokemon Go. Uh, what's new with Pokemon Go? Oh, okay, so I've still been playing. Yes, I've been playing. Uh, <laughs> so Niantic has been, the Niantic being the developer of Pokemon Go, uh, has been testing some new updates um, and new new ways of playing, especially because of COVID. Um, it's forced them to try to get a little experimental with like certain certain perks. So say 
your uh your incense that usually are used to attract uh pokemon they last twice as long and they're more effective um they've introduced remote raids so uh, instead of a traditional raid pass you can also get a, a remote raid pass which allows you to uh reach a raid a raid or gym that's further away from you than you know than normal or your mm-hmm. friends can now invite you to raids so if i'm doing a raid here in westminster i can send you an invite and you can join me at the raid here so kind of like the um how they do it in the actual game yes yeah. like um what is it the sword and shield yeah sword and shield mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of cool yeah so they, they introduced cool. that. Uh, the latest thing they've been playing around with is the trading distance. So mm-hmm. I thought this was especially useful because I am a Pokemon hoarder, which means <laughs> uh, I will ho- I will hold on to specific types of Pokemon, so usually ones that are hard to find um, or... Okay, l- let me ask this question. Yeah. How big is your bag now? Well, so, sounds like a personal question. That's all. <laughs> uh, 2,100. Dude, I still remember when the maximum was like 200. Yeah, 200. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, that's the nice thing, too, is that you get you get gold coins for uh, for holding a gym longer. Um, mm-hmm. what was that? Oh, so like me and my friends from my, from my office would occasionally trade them because it was mm-hmm. uh, there's a chance that your Pokemon can turn lucky. And if it's a, and what that means is that its stats get automatically boosted and it gives you a better chance of getting a perfect pokemon uh perfect iv pokemon uh yeah individual values Uh, for those Mm -hmm. that don't know the game it's measured in three categories attack defense and stamina um Mm -hmm. so if all those stats are maxed out it is a perfect pokemon uh but with covid hit that kind of ruined the trading so i couldn't see my coworkers or my friends so uh Lately, they I think two weeks ago they they did a test that you can trade with somebody as long as they were within uh, I think the test range was five to ten kilometers, which oh, wow. which pissed. So you can drive close to each other. But. Well, it, it pissed me off because it was literally like <laughs> at the border. Yeah, right at the edge. Like I can touch John Wayne Airport, <laughs> but I couldn't get. Uh-huh. But they did another one this week and they extended it. They just extended it today up to 30 to 50 kilometers, which is pretty much wow. all of Orange County. You can pretty much trade with anybody in mm-hmm. Orange County from the comfort of your home. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope they keep it, but it has been very, very fun uh, going on the, mm-hmm. the different Pokemon discords and just coordinating trades. Yeah. Well, I, I I do like that that that's that that makes it a lot easier. But I do like the fact that you know you you, you have to meet up in order to trade um, in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do wish you know that they have like a Pokemon Center that you can go to where you can <laughs> like you know hook up to the PC you know. Um, just put an offer. But that's more of like what's in the game. Uh, just put like an offer. You know, I have a Rylu yeah. looking for a, I don't know. Or like a game, <laughs> yeah. something like that. It's automatic trying to find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. But I mean, for mm-hmm. now, I'm happy with the distance trading. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been clearing out some of my space. All right, uh, moving on here. So PS5 uh, launched two weeks ago. Two weeks ago last week. Like an a blur. A week and a half. A week and a half. Yeah. So PlayStation CEO Jim Bryan has said everything is sold. Absolutely, absolutely everything is sold. I'm spending a lot of my time. A lot more time trying to increase supply to meet the demand. He's saying like they're not hoarding them. They really just don't have any more PlayStations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever. But they have a, a. I think they have. They just recently did a second batch of uh, uh, orders that you can order. But that's all they had. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Like they're they're mm-hmm. they are all sold out. Like uh, it says. Uh, yeah, it says. Uh, PS5 units are completely sold through the retailers. Like it's it's done. Like whatever retailers have, like that's all they have for now. Mm-hmm. 
And I heard that they will have more before the holidays, but they're not putting out any date. Yeah. Which but that's that's all they have. Yeah. Which. Oh, my God, dude. Like it is. How bad is the secondary market going to be for this? If if they. I don't know. It's it's because yeah. of what? How much is the price point that we said for 500, 400? Uh, I think it's a uh, three ninety nine for 400. Th- these are going to be going for a yeah. thousand at least. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I, I, I did see pictures of people with like. 40 of them in their house. Yeah. And that's the thing too. People knew there was going to be a shortage. So they, they bought from different sources at once. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, I had a dream about that. I dreamt that I, I bought a PlayStation Anton and mm-hmm. they had more behind the counter. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll buy two. <laughs> <laughs> My second thought was hey, Xbox is sold out too though. Right. I mean, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be at the same they're on yeah. par, but this is just, it, it was a headline because there was a CEO coming out saying, that's uh, all we have. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's funny because this morning I, I i read up on somebody on reddit and they said they went into a, a gamestop and they're like you know usually when you want to buy any system right now none of the stores have it so he randomly walked into like a a gamestop and said hey um stupid question but do you have any uh xbox series x and the guy behind the counter was like here you go <laughs> like sure i'll take it yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like oh man i am 500 dollars poor <laughs> okay I, I okay so i see the secondary market as a bad thing for playstation right now because it's putting a, a bad taste in people's mouths yeah however if i did have two plays if i had two of the king consoles you better believe i'm gonna resell one to make up for for mine <laughs> I'm going to sell yeah. one for, for <laughs> twice the price so I get my money back on the one I'm keeping. Yeah. No shame. Capitalism at its yeah. finest. No shame. No no shame. No shame in that at all. Uh, I think it's just, I mean, yes and no. Look, the goal, the goal, <laughs> the goal for any company right now is to make sure that the secondary market gets screwed over in this case. So for those people that you yeah. said that has 40, 40 consoles, the goal of PlayStation should be to put consoles out there fast enough to where those people that bought the 40 consoles pretty much have to sell it back at at cost or at the at the retail price or at cost yeah it's crazy because uh, i think what playstation did to meet that date was they flew those consoles over and flying consoles cost more money oh, yeah. than you know having things on go on the ship yeah yeah so for them to do that and make that date is still unbelievable mm-hmm. for me. yeah yeah all right Anton. <clears throat> And since we spoke about this last last episode, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, there was a leak, a confirmed mm-hmm. leak that happened where uh, a, a final version of Cyberpunk 27 uh, gameplay has appeared. Uh, there was about 20 minute uh, live stream on one of the streaming services uh, showing the gameplay, the characters. Um, I don't know how much this impacts the game. I haven't seen the 20 minutes, but people are kind of... The, the articles I'm seeing is kind of like this is like a, 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 a you know the the s hit the fan but same time yeah. too I'm like oh, I'm seeing this as a teaser I'm seeing this as promotion yeah yeah I, I see it as promotion too uh, I I don't think it would you know if you don't want to be spoiled just don't watch it you know yeah that's that's the whole point of it like uh, yeah it leaks uh, like whoever wants to see it see it but yes that guy shouldn't have leaked it but. If he leaked it, I oh. guess it's more publicity for them. Oh, and I, you know? and I bet you that, that, you know, Microsoft, PlayStation, and then developers, they're looking for the person that has this. Because even though the 20 minutes might not have spoiled the story itself or like a major part, if they're playing mm-hmm. through it and they try to reveal the ending or like the 
you know key parts of the story then that'll be bad for the game because now you have oh, one yeah. now you have mm-hmm. one source leaking out the entire story as opposed mm-hmm. to kind of all the gaming community there's playing no way that person can finish the game though and that's I, a, from what i heard this this is a very long game well and that's what i'm saying though is right yeah. right now the goal for playstation xbox and and uh the developers mm-hmm. is make to make sure that doesn't get that far yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, so for me, uh, reading some articles this morning, I think some people have copies of it already, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah, well, okay, so... It's not just one person. Well, well, no, the, it was one source that, that leaked the the 20-minute mm-hmm. live stream. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, there, that's what the article was saying, that there is... Beware that there are mm-hmm. that there are physical copies of Cyberpunk 27 out, out in the wild. Um, yeah. Which, okay. actually, this one says that... The release date for Cyberpunk 2077 is December 10th. That's yes, not really that's like in another two weeks. I thought they moved this to Q1 of 2021. No, 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 no. It was supposed to release uh, in November. Right, 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 right. Oh. And then they, they pushed it an extra month. They said 30 days doesn't hurt. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Halo then. Um, mm-hmm. Huh, well, there you go. Now we know. All right, Anton. Uh, if people want to maintain us from getting pushed to next to Q1 of 2021, how can I do that? And they can do that by uh, going to our website and supporting us by going buying something from our store, maybe a t-shirt, hat, sticker. And if there was something that we talked on about uh, about on the show or on our show notes or social media, there should be a link that takes well the user, the audio listener to amazon.com and it gives us a little kickback when something is purchased mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and you can also follow us on social media at the 2oc on twitter instagram and facebook uh, you can send us an email to mail at the 2 and don't forget don't forget to give us a thumbs up or five stars uh whatever the rating system is on the podcatcher app you are listening to us on but especially apple podcast yeah today's podcast is also brought to you by audible Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Starting tonight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, let's see mm-hmm, here, mm-hmm. in about another hour, yep, yep, yep. I can probably start listening. <laughs> I can probably start listening to Ready Player 2. Yes. So highly recommend Audible trial for that uh and then if you're interested i just finally finished uh jk rowling's book um robert galbraith aka um dude this last book was pretty amazing uh i think even though she had all that controversial thing that was going on Mm -hmm. i think this is probably one of her best books yet yeah uh, i'm just excited for the next one yeah i'm assuming that uh if her if her book ever gets made into a movie they're gonna tweak the the background or some of the the details of the character but they have already oh did they you can watch the show yeah they have uh they have a um a mini series for each book noise and i think they're on the they just finished the last book um they have they start shooting the next book i think in the spring so it comes out in next october okay yeah um, so highly recommend it dude it's freaking amazing really good yeah i i I totally forgot that the Ready Player Two came out tomorrow mm-hmm. until I got. So the, I'm getting the book tomorrow. Yeah, but I kind of. You want to get? You, know, you want to get a head start? Listen. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I didn't. I didn't know until, uh, or I didn't remember until I got the notification this morning that my book has shipped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sweet. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Ready Player Two, that is definitely going to be on my reading list, and I need to get back on my reading routine. Uh, I've been kind of slacking on both my workouts and reading the last half month. Month. Uh, so yeah. I need to get back on it. Okay, I think that's it. Let's wrap it up, dude. 
All right, Anton. Uh, so for the two OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. See you guys. See you guys. How did we get to an hour and 40 minutes? Holy moly. <laughs>